0: season four is at your door somebody told us that you wanted more so here we go once again covid sucks and Biden's president
1: is uh is Ocean's 11 or Ocean's 12 the scene with the french burglar and all the the <clears throat> lasers and stuff that's 12 12
0: that's the one set in
1: europe right the other one set in america
0: las vegas Ah. first they rob the three casinos owned by andy garcia's character benedict then they rob in Ocean's 12, it's actually they're they're being challenged to steal that Fabergé egg before that um the French guy, the other master thief. So somebody challenges them to steal it from this museum before the other guy does, and whoever wins will be considered the greatest pop heisters, the greatest yeah. thief in the world. <laughs> and then Ocean's 13 is totally ins- absurd, but they, uh, Al Pacino playing a ca- uh, ruthless casino owner, puts their friend Ruben out of business and like gives him a psychological condition or something where he won't talk to anyone. By because he stabbed him in the back on a business deal they had, hmm. and so in that movie, although it is a heist technically, what they're really doing is, on opening night of his brand new casino they are uh, they make sure that a whole bunch of people win a whole bunch of jackpots and also take other measures to ruin the opening night like they uh, figure out who the inspector is going to be and they make him have a really shitty time and they steal like his diamond necklaces that he won from being from winning prizes uh, in the casino industry it's totally stupid the third the third one's dumb but yeah it sounds horrible it's still very entertaining but Mm. it's the first one I think is an all-time classic yeah and the next two are just they're fun to watch but they're not an all-time classic not even close it's hard to recreate magic
1: and then there's oceans
0: 9 which we can't forget I think it's oceans 8 oceans 8 sorry I already forgot I actually haven't seen it, but I'm sure I would enjoy it if it's a heist movie. I really like heist movies. And uh, Marvel's uh,
1: Avengers Endgame heist movie.
0: Yeah. Um, also, the same director of Ocean of the Oceans trilogy, Steven Soderbergh, released Logan Lucky with Channing Tatum and Adam Driver. Ooh, yeah. Great Al- heist movie. Also a heist movie.
1: Adam Driver and, and Channing Tatum. An unlikely pairing, but very entertaining to watch. Very entertaining. I wish Channing Tatum was in more comedic roles, honestly. Like, 21 Jump Street's great. Uh, Logan Lucky is great. I, I liked him in Magic Mike, but I guess it's not really a comedy.
0: Well, neither is Logan Lucky. I guess it is. I, I, it is yeah, it, it is and it isn't. I guess it's, looking back on it, it's more of a comedy than anything else. It's like thor
1: ragnarok it's like a taika waititi type comedy where there's comedy everywhere within it but it's not the primary uh uh it's not the primary plot driver you know
0: did you know that the the warden of the prison is played by uh legendary country music star dwight Yoakum? i did i did yes 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 because yeah there's a joke where they reference um the prisoners yeah game of thrones the prisoners uh ask for the the newest game of thrones book after dance of dragons which (laughs) spoiler alert has been the latest book for like 12 years now (laughs) and they say and we want we want the next game of thrones book uh the winds of winter in the library and the warden's like well i can't get you that because it hasn't he hasn't finished (laughs) writing it yet (laughs) and the prisoners are like bullshit (laughs) it's been over nine years since a dance with dragons (laughs) so good that yeah i mean the the movie i really really like that movie i think it could be a classic too but it just you can't tell when something's going to be a classic until later yeah that's true that one um
1: didn't really have a huge release it's it was not one that i felt like got talked about a lot
2: yeah it was like they pushed it on Netflix for a little bit, and then it was then it was gone, or it, it just said, kind of fell back. It's
0: such a good movie it's got it's entertaining, it's funny and it's got a serious emotional value if you with the relationship between Channing Tatum and his daughter, yeah, I've only seen it once, but I would
1: like to watch it again now.
2: I need to watch it. I think I think what happened was uh, it's got NASCAR it might- Daniel. You would love it. I, wait, wait, wait Dan- Dan- Daniel? <laughs> does that mean? What does that mean, Daniel? It's got it's got <laughs> Daniel.
0: It's it's got Daniel Craig, uh, James Bond, dignified, poised Britishman <laughs> playing a convict from West Virginia who mm-hmm. specializes in homemade explosives <laughs> that he makes out of like hard-boiled eggs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Actually, you get to you get to watch him eating packaged hard-boiled eggs out like you buy at the gas station. Like he just yeah, fl- like pulls back that plastic film and just pops the whole hard-boiled egg in his mouth when they're in the prison visitation chamber. Mm. Dude, Craig is a really fucking good actor. He was also really
1: good in *Knives Out*. Did you watch that one, Lee? Uh, that's not a that's not a heist movie. I guess that's a It movie. Yeah. But that, yeah. But that movie Murder is Mystery. fucking good. Yeah. And
0: he's so good in it. A lot of people felt... I think his performance was divisive. Because I agree with you. He played Benoit. I can't remember. What's his last name? I forget. An old southern gentleman. But, uh... A lot of people thought he, he overdid it. With the uh, southern gentleman bit. Yeah. I don't know. With the, uh...
1: With the environment around him, it, it, I could, I could understand getting really into it, because it was very. Uh, it's not Victorian, right? It's like it was very. Because um, that's like the eighteen hundreds. Ah, it was very Southern colonial, you know. His per his character, yeah, is like deep South. Well, what I'm saying the, the the set was too, you know what I oh, mean. Yeah. Even if it was set in pre- present day.
0: So the, m- the movie itself it reminds me more of. Um, Clue. It reminds me of Clue. Yeah. Because it doesn't take itself very seriously, and all the characters are kind of zany. They're not really, like... Uh, they're almost caricatures. Yes. I mean, they are people, but, like... uh, It really reminded me of watching Clue. Yeah. Except no Tim Curry. Instead, you get Daniel Craig playing Atticus Finch.
2: <laughs> Did, uh... Did you see the one with Adam Sandler? They did. A <laughs> I tried to watch that one where are he's like talking, the detective. Are you, are you talking about uncut
0: gems? No, not uncut gems.
2: No, 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 no. It's um. Oh, Ad, Adam it's Sandler detective. as a yeah, detective. Yeah, Yeah, he's it's a it's a Netflix one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, guarantee- I wish I could remember what it is. Yeah, look, let's see if you can find it. It's it's still is on, it? it's on Netflix. Ca-
1: is it the one with David Spade?
2: Uh well they they are in a lot of movies together I don't know uh, uh but it's it's him and um oh man it's just uh, called
1: murder mystery yeah murder mystery oh there's a there's a famous female protagonist in
0: that movie too right it there's Jennifer Aniston, yeah it's Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston, Aniston yeah. yeah wow I mean okay it, wait let's it, see uh, Rotten Tomatoes forty four percent
1: yeah that sounds about right. But that sucks because that's not low enough to be, like, funny bad. But it's not high enough to be, like, legit funny. It's right there in the dead middle.
0: Do you ever feel like Rotten Tomatoes isn't a good indicator of whether or not you'll like a movie? Definitely. All right. Definitely. Daniel, what's the best movie you've seen in the last five years or that you can
2: remember? Off the top of your head. Oh, man. The the best one... um...
1: Just name a really good movie. It uh, doesn't have to be your personal favorite.
2: What is it? Uh, Hostiles? Hostiles?
0: Yeah. 2017 film, a Western drama starring Christian Bale and Rosamund Pike. Uh, guess its Rotten Tomatoes score. 85. 71. Ah. All right. So I, I use Rotten Tomatoes almost every time before I go see a movie in theaters as like and if it gets over ninety percent, I I usually think like, well, I got to see it, like there's, otherwise I'm just missing out. But like if I saw seventy one, I would feel pretty ambivalent about going to see a movie, in theaters. Well, if you like westerns, maybe
1: that's the thing. Maybe Rot- Rotten Tomatoes does not like westerns. Okay, can tr- you look at True Grit? See how True
2: Grit did. Which one? Can... The original or the remake? Either. Here, so here's a. He... The original is really good.
0: This is a really good one. Guess the score of Avengers Endgame. 96. 65. Nine, it's 94. Oh my god. Wow. Okay. Do you, do you the, agree with Do you agree with that? Cuz I completely disagree with that. I disagree no, with that. 94 for Avengers Endgame? Yeah. By the way, True Grit got 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh wow
1: i would say avengers endgame probably deserves in the 90s it could be lower 90s but in the 90s okay i
0: mean
1: i don't, for what it was uh, i don't know what else you'd want maybe less cheesy lines girls girls not getting it done
0: maybe. okay okay here's a movie that i really really liked in the last well it's, it was actually seven years ago but and it's christopher nolan's interstellar yeah I thought it was such a good movie. Talk about a divisive movie. 72%. 72.
1: There are a lot of people that don't like that movie because of the actors and actresses. People have problems with Matthew McConaughey and people have problems with Anne Hathaway. But I agree with you. I really like that
0: movie a lot. I've
1: rewatched it multiple times.
0: And then let's say, okay, so Avengers Endgame got 94%, right? And I Mm -hmm. consider it to be fine. It's... It's like, it's like every other Marvel movie. I mean, it's it's like I guess it was sort of like the coup de grace on the of the Marvel franchise thus far. But, and then, literally the best movie I've seen probably in in maybe my life. I might think this is the best movie I've ever seen. Gets ninety one percent, and it's another space movie released in the last ten years. Can you guess what it is?
2: Uh, is it that one with Sandra Bullock?
0: Gravity. No. No. No a space movie released in the last 10 years directed by Ridley Scott Oh what not Star- Prometheus starring Matt Damon
1: Oh uh uh The Martian The Martian Oh yeah That was directed I- by Ridley Scott Yep Oh wow I thought you, the Mar- You think
0: you like I- The Martian that much That might be the best movie I've ever seen So Th- what is it about you- that movie that draws you It's it's just so good. It's it's suspenseful. It's it's uh, entertaining. It's educational. The acting is fantastic. I really like Matt Damon. I really like uh, all of the crew members they chose. And on top of that, it's hilarious the way that they talk to each other. It's also uh, it's very exciting because it feels almost like a heist movie in that all these people of great ability have to come together to throw just have to like throw together this solution to save one dude's life not to mention it has an insane emotional payoff at the end which i really like i always tear up at the end and it i think it also really accurately portrays like the struggle of a situation like that where like jeff daniels playing the the leader of nasa has to like jump through hoops in order to save this guy because of things like budget and politics and like they shouldn't have fucked up in the first place and it just goes through all these like real life thi- true to life things that would happen in that scenario while at the same time being just really great in
2: a lot of other ways. I want to I want to rewatch it now that you now that you mentioned it cuz it 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 was, it was really good. I will say, I so back when I was driving back and forth between Lubbock a lot, I went through a lot of audiobooks, and I listened to the audiobook for that, and oh my god, the, the, there's some there's some pretty crazy stuff that didn't make it into the movie that's in the book, so if you get a chance to go back, I would highly recommend that. Cause there's so you a, do recommend the book, tight? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, I have three
1: Audible credits just sitting in my account right now
2: dude go get it
1: off of audible it's good i can't
2: remember if the the reader was any good yeah like sometimes you have to deal with that on audible but yeah i mean i was like it was like driving and like white knuckling the steering wheel uh on some of those scenes and then i think i went and saw it in theaters up there in lubbock and i remember being like what they left out that one scene and oh my god they left out this other stuff. But the movie does a, a really good job still. Yeah. But by the way, guess
0: Prometheus's Rotten Tomato score. Thirty seven. Fifty five. It's seventy three. No <laughs> fucking way, dude. It yeah. does not
1: it doesn't deserve seventy three. Okay. I think that
0: it's I think it's seventy three just because of Michael Fassbender. I mean, it has to be, right?
2: <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road.
0: Okay, I I will agree with you. That is in contention with The Martian for one of the best movies I've seen in the last 10 years. Really? Full throttle action
2: the entire time. (laughs) That's
0: true. You will never guess the score on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: All right, I'm going to say it's
2: 67.
0: 96. 97. Holy shit. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so here's the thing about Mad Max Fury Road. In that... It doesn't pretend to be anything that it is not, which is I think why a huge part of why it is so good. So it doesn't pretend to have there's no romantic plot line. It doesn't right, pretend yeah. to have any sort of moral value inherent right. to it other than like some pretty cool decisions that the characters make. There's no there's just no extra stuff. It's just like all the shit that you want in a movie like, like that and nothing shoehorned in it's perfectly distilled desert
2: apocalyptic action (laughs) (laughs) you you go to the theater expecting to see a large group of vehicles driving next to each other fighting each other and you you get it but it's like the the craziness of it and it's like realistic
1: twisted metal
2: yeah well they yeah and i mean like even i remember there was a whole bunch of stuff that came out when they about how they shot it in australia and they tried to do as much of it without cgi as possible and i mean so they put a lot of effort into that one in it i mean i walked out of that movie and i was like holy shit it's like one of those you know, ones you walk out of and you you're on like a like a high from the movie i um i i definitely loved it i liked it a lot
1: but I think it's something with me personally. I am susceptible to like that cultural norm of having some kind of archetype or some kind of trope or some kind of uh, something, as you put it, shoehorned in. And that movie left me feeling bad because it's just so gritty. It's just so – like the the main antagonist is so gross and just so fucked up physically, <laughs> mentally, like – the culture has nothing going for it. I, like, what are you even fighting for? Like, to, I mean, it's just like you're never going to get away from this. Everything is fucked. And it's like that, that apocalypse. It's like the same reason I don't play the Fallout games. Because it's just like, there's no hope. Like, what I'm just walking around in this fucking post-apocalyptic world. I'm shooting random mutants with bullets that I don't have. I'm shooting myself up with stims. And, like,
0: <laughs> I'm just, oh, man, it's this primal. is primal. It's, it's primal very, it's, it's very primal it's, yeah, it's very it's, dark uh, at, the, at the beginning of the movie the main character whose last name is Rakatansky by the way <laughs> Max Rakatansky is is speaking of gross is being used by um, the war boys as a what they call a blood boy which is they hang it on they hang this person and literally steal their blood from them so they can continue to do their thing a blood bag for a sick war boy called nux it's just like it's like blood donation except it's somebody you captured and forced to donate blood to you
2: and if that's not a good enough reason to cheer for someone to to escape that for the entire (laughs) movie i don't know what is The whole time you're just like fuck. I don't want that guy to be a blood bag again. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, he's like bashing people's heads in and throwing people off of cars, and you're like, I fuck. I I'd do it too. Like,
1: (laughs) they didn't pick. uh, It's Tom Hardy, right?
2: Yeah,
0: Tom Tom Hardy. He
1: he's just like, his action scenes are so nasty. Like he's just so so visceral and just so aggressive. Like it was the same thing in The Revenant that last scene or whatever. You could just tell like this dude doesn't give a fuck. Like he is going to rip all the muscles in his body, beating the shit out of this other person. If he, if he has to.
2: Yeah. What a, but back to Mad Max real quick though. I mean, Tom Hardy in the, in that movie says like 10 words, like what a sweet gig. Like you're in a pretty <laughs> decent movie. It like the, the, um, you know, the quality of the movie filming and everything comes out great. Like it's pretty decent. And then you only have to you like he grunts the entire time. He's like, <laughs> he would have been perfect as the Witcher. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, yep. okay, I ha- I have a question on one that I saw that I really did not like, uh, and and I guess it's has some critical acclaim. So I'm curious what it is on on there. And it was uh, Midsummer. Midsummer. Okay. Midsummer. You didn't like it. I I d- hated it. <laughs> really Really? i did not like it it was highly recommended and we watched it and i walked away and i was like
0: i i also didn't like it at all and um this is an this is a good example of where i think rotten tomatoes and maybe i'm just being like oh here we go okay i would say 83 percent well
2: i I bet it's in the
0: i bet it's like a 98 no no way midsummer I'm, I want to make sure I have the right version. Here we go. I was on the director's cut. It's pretty recent. 83. Okay. <laughs> right I'm, on the money. And 63% audience score. So, <clears throat> the problem with that movie is,
1: sorry, Um, it takes a really long time to get going. Like, you just, there's... There, the for the amount of time that it takes to get to like the suspense and the f- and the fucked up nature of their little mm-hmm. uh festival or whatever, it doesn't leave enough room or have like worse enough instance or uh uh like um like the murders and stuff like are they're just not that crazy. Like it it just nothing really ever happens Duh. that makes you think like I, I mean They're I pretty crazy. <laughs> but but, but right. there's
2: I, I, know I, I, know. Saying, yeah, I know what I'm you're saying, though. I know you I'm not explaining I, it very well. I, yeah. I think. I mean, I think that the ratios all, are all off. Well, I think it's intended to be really slow because it felt like that movie went on for five hours, uh, and, and I yeah. think that's part of it is because it builds up so slow, and you're like you feel bad for this person and it's sad and then it's like kind of getting weird and then it's sad and it's weird. And then you're like, come on, come on. And then all of a sudden it's like, wow, that's really fucked up. This is really weird. That's even more fucked up. This is even weirder. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I I get it. You know, it was not enjoy. It was not an enjoyable experience (laughs) for me, (laughs) but you know, you know what I did like, and
1: I thought they did really well was the, the physical effects of the psychedelic drugs that they were taking. Yeah. On the camera, that was really cool, and it, it definitely it, would, it had a very uh, prominent, immers immersive feel.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, but, I mean, I, I,
0: there ahead. there have been lots of really good horror movies to come out in the last five years. It follows the witch or witch. I,
1: I don't think has a the a quiet um, place, quiet place. Uh, get out, get out. Us, us. Yeah, all all of the key michael or peel whatever whichever one hereditary if you that's hereditary. your thing that's the one that's the one i was gonna say <laughs> i like that one more than uh it follows or which um the ending of that movie has a huge
0: payoff there's also tin cloverfield lane which is pretty good but i don't think as good as those other ones i mentioned is that the one with john goodman yeah yeah, yeah that one was kind of crazy and i i I thought that the um the remake of it was pretty good but again i think it is such a good concept for a villain but i don't know if you've ever looked into what the book actually because as crazy as the ending was and like how seemingly just like out of nowhere it was in the movie it's one million times more out of nowhere in the book just, I, I, it's just such a hard story to end I think that getting a satisfying ending to a horror film is, or just a horror story is really difficult I, I think the key is and I think a lot of a lot of old
1: 80s movies did this better and I think maybe that's why people don't want to just recycle and reuse but the key to ending a horror movie is to not end it is yeah. to leave it completely open ended because that's the scariest thing ever like at the end of halloween is it michael Myers just like disappears from the front lawn after he's been stabbed shot fallen off the fucking roof right um and she's like it was the boogeyman all along and the guy's like yeah i i guess it was and then it just ends and you're like okay well cool is he dead what happened you know but if you um if you try to tie everything up in a nice little bow it's just like i i mean what what is the emotion that you want me to feel here because I, I don't go to a horror movie to walk out of there feeling like everything has resolved. Like, that's not scary. That's not right. that's not the thing that I'm going for. Like, Signs. Signs would have been a fantastic horror movie if they didn't have the swing-away Johnny or whatever fucking scene. It's like,
0: what are you doing? You
1: fucking ruined it. Like, this ha- I don't want to see an inspirational scene at the end of these fucking aliens like going and terrorizing people. I want the aliens to terrorize people. I want to <laughs> yeah. I want them to be out there still. I want yeah. to go to t- sleep and think
0: maybe there's one at my window, you know? Science somehow tied in the an alien invasion with a biblical prophecy. Yeah. Where the what is okay? It, I mean, I guess the invasion it, it, was all for Mel Gibson's character, in yeah, order, exactly. In yeah, order to convert him back, to, like to get him back on his path, <laughs> <laughs> the aliens had to invade because the, the the bat Meryl swang away, just like his wife said at the end, where she was split in half by a car. Oh, yeah. and, and by the way, the the son, Morgan, has asthma, so he can't breathe in the poison. Like, <gasps> God must have done that. And then, oh, by the way, my daughter has a condition where she leaves glasses of water everywhere. <laughs> and, and and guess what is actually deadly to the aliens upon contact? Just water. So, just water. Just water. They might not have thought that one through when they jumped on a
1: planet that was 90% water. <laughs> I was going to say. Like... <laughs> like They're like, hey, that looks like
2: a good one. (laughs) It's the
1: same thing with the aliens from War of the Worlds. Like, they came in, they did everything right, but you know what happened? They started breathing fucking air, and we're like, oh, you know what? We don't have any immunity to all the pathogens here. We're just going to die in our really futuristic
0: fucking crazy space machines. We're just going to die in them. Hold on. You're though the war of the world is a little bit different and i agree with you that a size a society that's advanced enough to understand interstellar travel and be able to travel to the earth from somewhere else would also be advanced enough to understand that pathogens microbiology yeah microbiology exists and it's not or i mean but that's i mean i don't know that i can't say that with certainty because maybe it doesn't exist on other planets where they came from maybe it's a unique to earth thing i don't know but what I'm saying about war of the worlds is it's not like they just like drove by and decided to stop in and invade. Oh no. Yeah. It was it was well planned. Planned. It yeah. was they had their little tripods already buried. They were ra- they just like airdropped them in with the lightning bolts. The pilots yep. came down. They were this was like the culmination of like thousands of years of planning. Yeah. Yep yep yep. So it was a little bit different than Signs, where at Signs it appeared that the aliens just sort of like showed up.
1: Yeah, but the, the the planning definitely the forethought wasn't there. But I don't know.
0: But I I agree with you. That's I think Signs is is an amazing horror film, and even the end, as dumb as it is, it's fine because it's like yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just it's just stupid, but it's like it's not yeah. bad. It's just well no, but it's it's one of those things. It's like you
1: get so close to like. I don't want to say perfection, but this like higher level of art
0: and to see it just miss the mark right at the end. It it hurts more. The, the buildup of the tension in signs is, is, Oh genius. Outstanding. Yeah. Really, really good. And there are very few movies I think that scratch that itch just like that. I think it follows is another one that does sort of in that same way. Yeah. It goes really slowly as you understand. And When you're understanding with the characters, you don't have extra information. Right. Where, like, so, yeah.
1: When you say that, it reminds me of the Blair Witch Project, which is exactly what you're talking about. You have only the information of the characters. It builds with the characters slowly, but the tension is always kind of there. And you're always—if you went into that movie not knowing anything about it, which we're fastly approaching a generation that's going to have no idea what the fucking Blair Witch Project is— They'll be able to go into it instead of hearing about it first um, with an open mind. But if you go in and you watch this this movie, it's designed to make you believe that it really happened, that it's a real thing. It's like found footage or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in, in that format, I think it does a really, really good job of leading you along, but feeding you and the characters at the same time.
0: I actually never saw the original Blair Witch Project. Oh, really? But look, it's number one hundred and eight on the list of this editorial Rotten Tomatoes two hundred best horror movies of all time.
2: Hmm.
0: You know what number one is? Uh, it's got to be a classic, I would think. Let's you're right. Say- it's Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm, nope. Earlier. It's like it's um, like the most famous horror scene of all time is in oh, this movie. it's a. Uh, Er, 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 er. Yep. It's yeah, Psyca. it's psycho. It's psycho. That's yeah. it. Get Out is number 2. Wow. That's pretty crazy. I guess I I guess I could see that. They're pretty good.
2: Was pretty but, then, good.
0: but then Us is number 4, which is just not true. Us I is don't a, think so. Us yeah. is um, above above Alien, which mm. is number 5.
1: No way. That's Alien's another classic that yeah, deserves to be on a on a pedestal. Even Alien, The Second Alien was really good, I thought. Had a lot of the same suspense. That was Ridley Scott in his prime.
0: Aliens. Aliens. Ridley Scott directed that HBO series that we were watching. Or some of it. Or did he write it? I don't Which remember. One? Raised by Wolves. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. He, he directed
1: it. Yeah. That's, um, they, uh, not to get on a tangent, but they, there is speculation that that is in the same universe as the Alien series and then that that's going to play into the story somehow. I hope that doesn't happen, but Did you watch
2: Race by Wolves, Daniel? Uh no, I don't think so. I'm trying to look up another movie that I saw that was um that had wolves in it. <laughs> <laughs> Last of the Mohicans. Uh wait, wait, wait. The Jungle Book. <laughs> <laughs> Balto. Oh. Um i'll look for it and see it was something that was suggested on um it was something that was suggested and i ended up watching it on netflix you know uh, an alternative one that i saw that um was it the liam neeson the gray or whatever no it was uh there was like a missing child and then they there was this wolf expert that like went to uh so far it's the gray is it the gray hold the dark okay i don't know what it what it got um I saw that one I guess a couple years ago. Hmm. Dark, it's good though. I'm curious. Um yeah. <laughs> okay, it's twenty eighteen. Uh it got a seventy a percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. It's an interesting one. It's kinda spooky. Uh and it it um it's but decent. It doesn't really have any uh doesn't really have any um like char- like famous actors or any anybody in it at least not anybody that I know of. Um oh, an, another one. Uh this one was like a western. It wasn't a traditional, I wouldn't really call it a, a horror, but it it definitely had a lot of the elements in it and uh it's a good emotional ride and there's some very gruesome like crazy stuff. Uh it's called Bone Tomahawk. Oh god. And uh man, it's pretty it's pretty uh it's it builds to like uh, some pretty <laughs> crazy shit. <laughs> I'll say that it's not okay. uh, it's not you know Mad Max where it's like you know pedal to the metal the whole time. It it has to build for a while, but man, it's it, it's it's a uh, it's a weird it's a strange one. You think it's worth watching? Uh, yeah. I. Uh, it's,
0: it's got it's got a Jack from Lost in it. Yeah. Oh, really? Ninety-one percent rotten tomatoes. Yeah.
2: tomahawk Wow. It's it it it, you, it it'll leave an impression for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all ever watch uh, any of the the
1: Hostel movies? Hostel H O S T E L about the tourists like oh, get no. killed in I, those hostels.
2: I I know what you're talking about though. I didn't. I never. I didn't see there those. There's
1: there's a whole swath of those movies that I mean, just beyond like Hostel one, two, whatever. There's another one called uh Touristas. About some uh, some tourists that go to South America, you seen that one?
0: Nope, Mm-mm. I've i I never watched any uh, of the hostels either. But I heard about them.
1: The, those movies are very unsettling. They that, got a, that type.
0: They got a bad reputation.
2: Would you? Yeah. So you wouldn't recommend them?
1: I if we were talking about movies that will have an impact on you, then I would absolutely <laughs> recommend it. Uh, but if you do not want to be impacted in such a way, then
0: maybe stay clear. I've heard Hostel especially the original compared to saw and it's kind of ref- <laughs> it's almost given its own genre called torture porn yeah
1: I, I don't know i don't remember it being quite like that but I, there is someone's like eyeball that's like removed from their head and you see all that stuff but it's uh yeah i saw is a different animal to me but maybe I'm I am it has been a long time. Maybe I am off on that. I know Teresa's is more about the the the, the 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 fear about it is more like it's embedded in like I don't want to go traveling to South America or Central <laughs> America now because this is real shit. People get their fucking bodies harvested for organs.
2: <clears throat> but Well I Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you—you've you, like, uh, been to South America, right? I mean, it's not—it's not really. I haven't that bad. actually. I really haven't. Oh, I thought you've yeah. been to South America. I've been to South America. I didn't get my body wasn't harvested, but that's true. You're a tall white man. <laughs> I was fortunate. I'm a I'm a supple, shorter uh, white uh, man. <laughs> so, what is there? I want to. I'm trying to think. Is there like a. There should be, like, a horror movie where it's, like, they're about to just, like, stick somebody's, uh, like, take somebody's eyeball out the whole time. Like, they're just, like, covering right above their face. Like, that it would be... like just an art su- project. Yeah, like, just the suspense of it. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then the reward of the movie is that they never actually it never actually happens. I guess that's that's a that's a theme in a lot of movies. So that's that's a, not that original. It's just I a very th- specific I, theme.
1: I think that's an educational film that they shows <laughs> surgical students in medical school. It's me going to get my neck shaved and it's yeah, <laughs> the fear it's, it's, of the it's real world footage of a LASIK procedure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
1: shit while we're still on this kick y'all have y'all ever seen sinister because that might be one of my favorite horror movies from the last 10 years too
0: i've read a synopsis of it is that the one with ethan Hawke?
1: that is yeah have you have you heard of it or daniel Mm -mm. so the idea is ethan Hawke is a writer who goes to places and lives in the house of uh where murders happen and so Uh he'll take his whole family and they'll go and live in a house for a year or two while he writes his next book uh, it looks um, scary yeah but he starts finding like real footage of people getting murdered and it relates back to this like god of death and uh yeah it's I don't know it. the footage itself is like really really fucking freaky but uh it was just it was well done it was one of those movies I don't know quite why I, I enjoyed it so much but it was uh it was a good one
2: you want to guess the uh rotten tomatoes I would say that one's probably like
1: a 46 63 wow that's higher than i anticipated uh-huh. all right
0: all right daniel you were talking about they should make a a a movie where it's just one tense scene the entire time where you never know what's gonna happen <laughs>
2: uh-huh
0: there's sort of a um a musical equivalent of that called a shepherd tone illusion hmm and um It's most familiar to people in because in Super Mario 64 when you're trying to get to Bowser before you have enough stars You just Mm -hmm. run up the stairs forever You never Mm -hmm. get to the top of the stairs and this music plays and the music is uh, Written in such a way where it sounds like it is forever um, Going up a scale and Uh it never never comes back down but you just listen to it on a loop and it will never feel like the music is either culminating in a satisfying note or moving back down the scale it'll only ever feel like it's continuing up the scale so it'll yeah, just i hate that that's what oh. i just i just posted it right there you can listen to it and it's i i hate that so much <laughs> i just listened to it the whole time you're explaining it it just goes forever and it never you and i you can you can listen to it and you could be like okay i'm gonna identify when it like drops in tone and it just doesn't it just <laughs> it's like magic Ugh. Anyway, yeah, that sounds like a
2: personal hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. Okay, the last the last uh, horror movie that I saw recently that was like, more in the in the vein of like classical sort of well, I don't I don't know. It's called The Ritual. Have you have either of y'all seen that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like the pagan one, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's like a Norse mythical yeah.
1: monster. It like actually takes place in like the the Netherlands
0: or something like that. Somewhere, yeah.
1: somewhere up there. Yeah. Have you seen it, Lee? I
0: actually, I think I saw the end of it because uh, someone in my house was watching it. It seemed like it was one of those movies that, like Signs, it was really great until you see the monster, and then it was like whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. <clears throat> that's a that's a line that horror movies have to walk, showing the monster. Because I think it's important that you see something I think that the Baba Duke did a pretty good job of that actually um, for for not being a terribly good movie overall, but <laughs> that part of it um, I thought they did a decent job because you can't you can't show it too early, you can't show it too much, but you have to show it
0: well because otherwise
1: I'm, you're not you're not scared of anything,
0: not necessarily, you just have to have it continue to be a threat. But how can it be a threat with a, a physical presence? Well, I mean, you don't ever. The only thing that is increasing your tension in, in the movie Signs is is uh, rumors and TV reports and but in wor- signs, word of mouth. The the specific point
1: that you're I don't know, the most terrifying moments in Signs to me are a at during the found footage at the, the child's birthday party when they look down the alley and you see one walk past, right? And you get this grainy still frame of of an alien. Uh-huh. And it's, it's not much, but it's enough. You're like, fuck, oh my God. And then there's, at towards the end, whenever they're locking down the house, the alien has come through the basement window and has its arms over the, the boy. The, so the, all you see are the arms.
0: Yeah, the coal chimney.
1: Yeah, yep, that's it. Um, so you, you see a little bit but you don't see it all until, you know, the dumber scene that
0: we talked about earlier. Swing Johnny. And it's also important that you make <coughs> your villain, whatever it's going to be, it needs to be um, exactly as powerful as the story merits. And it can't be variably powerful only when faced it with suits the, it. the main characters. Yeah. 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 So if you're going to have... A monster like in *A Quiet Place*, for example, which is an unstoppable force of nature. You have to have the characters follow the rules, and you can't suddenly have the characters, the main characters, just defeat it for no reason. Well, like it just in, make a lot of noise yeah. and not de- not get detected. Yeah, like in *Signs*, when it's it's. Uh, what is that thing? That little that stupid Deus Ex Machina or whatever. Yeah. God in the machine. Suddenly we can kill this fucking alien with water. Right. Whereas before, it was uh, better than us in every way. It had poison. It was like an Olympic acrobat. It was really strong. It was not defeatable. And now suddenly it can be because whatever. We decided. I mean, I guess it kind of happened in A Quiet Place too. but I think that that one was at least well done when they decided to use... (laughs) radio feedback really loud yeah. over the speakers to cause the...
1: I mean, that that is a practical measure that you could take, right, in that scenario. That makes sense. And that, that is... You can trace that logic all the way back to the beginning of the movie.
2: Yeah, there's like... There's either the discovery of the, like, the cure along the way through the movie, or, like, in The Quiet Place, like, they pretty much already... Well, I guess they haven't really discovered the cure, but they've discovered how to live with you know so it's and the reason
0: they were able to defeat one or kill one was an accident yeah yeah was but i mean i don't know it was sort of like it's on the line there that one's on the line too i forgot that it was an accident they didn't figure it out yeah and and it's like the whole reason they figure it out is because that the daughter is deaf which she's ashamed of and she's like having these issues where she feels like she's not useful and they're not treating her equally because she's deaf, even though she feels capable. And then it kind of comes together in almost like a science like way. Like that's true. It's only because you were deaf and I was working on these hearing aids that we were able to defeat these monsters that showed up from outer space. Yeah. But Uh, I'm, I'm John Krasinski and and I I know I'm dead in
1: this
2: movie, but I believe in God now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, we're gonna to have to add a uh, spoilers note at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, spoilers, this episode's gonna have a lot of uh, yeah spoilers.
0: <laughs> if you watch movies, maybe <laughs>
2: maybe, maybe this is, yeah, yeah maybe watch maybe, all of them right yeah. now before you listen yeah, to this episode. We're gonna name some I, pretty obscure ones.
0: I think I think some That's of some them are okay. We didn't spoil any recent movies. True. That's that, true. That's, uh, like, four years old. Uh, Bird Box? Terrible. <laughs> I never saw it. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> really, really fun to watch, but awful.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, was it just, it was basically a rip-off of A Quiet Place, right? It was, like, a, a very similar, mm. like, that versus, that mixed with, like, The Happening, where you have this, yeah. like, un unknown thing I, c- just trying to kill
2: everybody i remember after i watched bird box i was like okay so they're just gonna do a horror movie where you one of your senses is uh you know it, is where the monster takes advantage of you or whatever so like mm. what's the next one gonna be like taste like you can't taste the monster <laughs> or something you know, like you can't well, see him can't make noise every time you eat your food could eat you instead <laughs> yeah but yeah that that movie
0: is just called botulism <laughs> <laughs> uh, a quiet place it kill the monster killed it's the boggart from harry potter bird box no sorry yeah yeah a bird box the monster is the boggart from harry potter yeah, it kill it 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 kills you because it's like you die of fright or something it, like it doesn't mm-hmm. the monster is like not a an actual being it doesn't chop you to pieces or eat you it just Sh- shows you what you're most afraid of and you kill yourself. Cool.
2: Yeah. And I'd... I
0: found I just I don't know I couldn't suspend my disbelief far enough to like it could have a, it could at least like be like a succubus or something where it lures you in when you're sad and then like stabs you with nails, but
2: <laughs> uh, Yeah. Well, <clears throat> so I think the difference between like bird box and say like us I feel like you know, like jordan peele does a better job kind of setting it up and it you know there's some way where it kind of leads you in it just lets you you get into the water a little bit slower to where it's you're kind of like all right maybe i can kind of buy into this and then you know you take the bait and you go for it but like bird boxes just threw you in right away mm-hmm. you're either on board with it or it was just a movie you had in the on in the background while you were cleaning the house or something
0: mm-hmm another thing about us doesn't follow the rules of the villain that i was just talking about which maybe these these are just like personal rules for me but i can't enjoy a movie where the villain whose entire purpose is to ruthlessly kill these people just just at certain moments just randomly chooses not to do that (laughs) is like when the when the girl in us is being chased by the by her clone there are so many opportunities during that chase for the the clone to pin her down and beat the shit
2: out of her and kill her. Yeah, it, it's well, it just... and I mean, the opening of that movie, like where they're all in the living room together, right? I mean, like it could have just all happened. Spoilers could all just happen right there yeah like like at the other house that they end up going to but you're like all right we're 30 minutes into an hour and a half movie so there's i'm like in the back of my mind i'm like there's no way well there's like there's no point that they're going to do something here so i'm with you on that one it's like they you know don't if they're really powerful and they could have the opportunity then they're just going to take the opportunity so like why would they but i guess there's like i'm trying to remember it there's like a whole layer of revenge and i guess that's they like they want like that one in particular she wants to she wants to you...
0: make them suffer yeah
2: yes make them suffer yeah
0: yeah I don't, I don't know
2: i I remember being like okay this is a really good movie up until the last scene when they're all just standing there holding hands as like a giant belt across <laughs> north america like the hands across america or whatever yeah and i was like okay i didn't need that like why do that that was I, I, yeah
1: i I, th- I think i agree with lee that not Oh, maybe. It's like Mad Max, where you just need to not have these like constraints. You you need to not have these like these tropes or these, uh, I don't know. Just just tell the story. Like don't don't feed me anything else. Don't make it this big interwoven thing be about some higher power or some higher purpose or about someone's personal backstory but like the the components of the story are like worldwide and somehow they all culminate down to you like and they explain how when you were five years old you fell out of a tree like i don't care all all i want is i want the story and i want it told to me in a scary way that's it that's all um and i i think that endings like that and that's what i was saying is like the best ending is just not to end it if you try to end it in any way that, that is thematic, it just, I don't know. It gives a weird mixed signal
0: to me. I, I think that Us was a good movie. And again, it was really fun to watch. But I can remember having a two-hour conversation with the people that I watched the movie with after I watched that movie. The movie doesn't make any sense. It's, it's, <laughs> it's totally stupid. It makes zero sense. So you're telling me that every person in the United States has a copy of themselves that live in an enormous underground complex that somehow spans the entire country. And in that complex, they are forced because of their like connection to you to mimic your every movement. And like what happens when you get in a car and you drive? Do they like follow you on, do they have cars? Do they like get on a rail cart or something and move to a different part of the country? it just it makes it and that's just one thing there's like yeah. i i can't, i can't remember the movie well enough to get into all the other things <laughs> <laughs> the movie the movie is totally stupid but it is very entertaining
2: yeah yeah that 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 concept where it's like a one for one exchange i i you know it it almost could have been a little bit better if maybe it was like 50 people and they were cloned and they were just supposed to you know for whatever reason then these other their 50 clones were gonna like go and assassinate them or something but like yeah. the, the whole one for one thing it's like yeah there's there's 350 million people living under a pier in new york and then yes. they all come out and hunt you down
1: well they could have done something that, that was more believable like the island with and mcgregor um Maybe that was Scarlett Johansson. I don't know. It, it was a long time ago. But where they, they basically had like a program where if you had enough money, you could clone yourself to be able to, in the future, when you get sick, harvest or- organs from your cloned counterpart. Um, so you just have all these people that are on an island uh, or, or sorry, that are in a compound that are living um, what they think is like a post-apocalyptic life with like limited resources and stuff um and then they all have like a a chance there's like a raffle um that happens that's you know random or whatever to get to go to an island go away to an island right you escape the compound there's like one island and only so many people can live there um and every now and then one of us gets to go but really going to the island is being harvested for your organs to you know (laughs) (laughs) to keep your rich benefactor alive um so like something like that with like a horror spin on it, because that movie was not a horror movie. That was just like a sci-fi movie, um, makes more sense, and thus doesn't r- remove you from the immersion of, of the movie. Yeah, but, agreed. Yeah, I yeah. forgot about the 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 entire U.S. was basically an underground complex. I forgot that it was every person in America.
2: You know, it was like I wish I wish I would have, like, had like a really large soda, and I was like, I just can't wait until the the credits to go to the bathroom like i gotta leave like three minutes before the end and i would have missed it (laughs) then that movie would have been like five or ten points higher in my you know personal rotten tomatoes rating but that was just like why why just because of the i don't know know. if you remember
0: the the big twist at the end of the movie is that the the mother was the clone all along because Mm -hmm. they switched places when they were kids And at certain points throughout the movie, you can see that somehow the clones control... Like, the clones have to perform the same actions as the people on the surface, and vice versa. And that's why the clones exist, because the, uh, the government can use them to, like, control people or replace people or whatever. That's, like, the whole idea behind it is that they were a government a secret government project that's why everybody has a a tethered person living underground and there's there is one scene in particular so these tethered people they break out obviously they are capable of independent movement that and obviously the movement doesn't need to be mirrored because otherwise when uh Adelaide who is the mother is being chased by red they would never catch up to each other because <laughs> they have to perform the same actions at the same time all the time i guess until one runs into a wall i don't know it'd be like the fight scene in annihilation with natalie portman yeah but but, yes but there is a scene where in this in the town with the burning car where the the kid the young son backs up like walks backwards and you can see his tethered counterpart who is in the process of trying to kill them, is, like, forced to also back up. (laughs) And then he walks into the flames and dies. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what's the difference here as opposed to three seconds ago when he was lighting your car on fire with gasoline? Eye contact. I'm just, (laughs) I don't understand. The the whole point of the movie was about eye contact. Yeah. Yeah. They have a whole fight scene in the underground thing where one's attacking and one's defending. And it's yeah. ne- it's never implied. Like, uh, there's a scene in Arrested Development where where George Sr. fights his brother Oscar and they can't hit each other because they're twins. And they always... <laughs> yeah. But it that's not what's happening. It's cl- they're clearly fighting. And eventually one gets stabbed. And they don't both get stabbed. Yeah,
1: I, w- I would think... The only argument for that would be because the clone was switched so early that maybe she didn't, I don't know, develop some of the same attachments to her, her tethered or whatever, or her normal counterpart as everyone else, so she was able to better ignore those, uh, those pulls to mirror the, the actions. I don't know. I'm really grasping at straws. I, <laughs> I think it's fucking dumb.
2: Okay, fool. Uh, I have to admit. I, when watching that movie and then uh, toward the end, I was like, is she the clone? Is she not the clone? I really, I couldn't be certain that the clone was actually the one, lit, like, the way that the whole thing resolved, I was, like, teetering back and forth. I don't know why. Maybe that was just me. I well, was there's, like,
1: there, I don't know. I remember a scene where they show <clears throat> the, the clone pulling the girl through, like, the mirror or whatever and then mm-hmm. exiting. I thought I, but maybe it was more ambiguous. I don't than know. I'm remembering,
2: maybe it was just me, and, and and I was like, I was like, all right, they want you to think that it's the clone, but what if it's really not the clone? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But the moral of the, the movie is face your fears, right? Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go watch Go watch Bone Tomahawk. You will not what, be disappointed.
0: What's the moral of uh, of Bone Tomahawk? face um, your fears
2: don't face your fears <laughs> yeah uh, but, uh i don't know i don't want to i don't want to spoil it the moral is your fears are fears for a reason yeah tackle yeah. them head on but be smart about it <laughs> don't be too, don't be too overzealous Lord. But anyways the movie episode movie talk movie talk
0: specifically mm. horror horror movies
2: yeah, we definitely, we
1: we went that way, for sure.
0: I don't know, maybe it's because of,
1: uh, I just watched two of the Freddy, Friday, no, not Friday, what is it, Nightmare on Elm Street, Nightmare on Elm Street 1 and 2, I watched with Christy, and the original Halloween, we watched them all during the the winter hellscape.
0: Nice well I would have watched movies too if i you know <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> yeah you know oh, oh boy, hey, you know, okay, so this one uh have you seen what is it Krampus with um no adam scott Adam Scott no, oh man no okay I, Christmas movie it's <laughs> a Christmas movie horror with uh you've with, lost with, me twice now yeah with with Krampus. I that uh, I should have watched that during the uh, snow apocalypse because it would have been perfect because that's essentially the like part of the I mean it's to spoil the movie the part of the movie is there's just a giant whiteout outside and Krampus strikes so wow it's hell yeah uh, you know we, we watched it thinking it was gonna be like. Uh, with a very low bar and it actually you know it was over the bar it was (laughs) you know you put the bar on the ground when you put the bar on the ground you can (laughs) just kind of walk over it it actually wasn't bad it you know it was moderate i'm curious what i got i'm gonna look it up on on tomatoes Tomatoes really what
1: was it actually scary was it meant to be scary or was it kind of goofy
2: or was it i um you know it's it kind of starts off and like kind of silly, and it's a little goofy, and then like it turns up the heat, you know. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> <laughs> shit gets dark, yeah. Um, oh man, okay, let's see where it is. Um,
1: did y'all ever watch uh, is it 30 Days of Night that vampire movie set? In oh, yeah, yeah, that was a really good one. That was pretty good. Okay, Krampus
2: 67 do you think that's accurate 67 yeah that feels about right i I probably would have said like a 65 to 70 wow okay Uh, that's surprising what was
1: yours 30 is i think it's 30
2: days of night
1: or something like that
2: uh oh yeah yeah 2007 yeah yeah yeah. i've seen it a couple times actually
1: it's it's pretty good it's one of those vampire movies that's you know kind of like a worst case scenario you get stuck in a town with a billion vampires for 30 days
2: What do you do <laughs> Okay so what's your uh, what's your guess What's your rotten tomato guess real quick
1: Oh man um, uh,
2: I'll give that one a 55 51 Okay Wow the bald vampire super scary They're pretty <laughs> scary looking uh, Vampires I mean, you not, know
1: Yeah it's one of the better vampire movies That movie and um, Thirst The Korean movie that was a really good vampire movie where they essentially made vampirism a um, it like it had regenerative properties Mm -hmm. so I think the guy who gets it had uh, he had leprosy or he had some kind of um, tissue degenerative disease but when he fed it it would cure him for a while until he was hungry again and then once he got hungry, the disease started coming back. So he just had to like constantly be feeding on people, even though it was like you know it's kind of morally wrong to just murder people. Mm-hmm. Um, and he eventually he uh, falls in love with a woman, and he ends up you know turning her into a vampire too. And I don't know, long story, but it's uh it's really well done and kind of frightening.
0: <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! so i imagine we're doing another episode pretty quick after this huh uh we could since yeah. we di- since we didn't get that one person if y'all feel like
1: you have enough of enough funny in you yeah tbh
0: all right how do you want to end it
2: i, I forgot say, I- stay
0: tuned next time where we rank the f- various fast food burgers um uh next time next time spoiler alert the list is exactly what you think it is.
1: <laughs> All right, Daniel, you, you you make an attempt. You try. You try. You try.
2: As a s as a to yeah, say just goodbye. End it. Just, just end it. Yeah. Thanks for li- thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Play us out. <laughs> <laughs> end on uh, end on conga again. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: on tanga. Take it away, oh, by the Gloria Estefan. We owe a lot of money. <laughs> Take it away, toys. <laughs> For copyright infringement. And here it was, the day we left. Season 4 is at your door, somebody told us, that you wanted more, so here we go, once again, COVID sucks, and Biden's president.